2: Hello to all of you, Foxborough faithful, and thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. Don't forget, Locked On Patriots is available on all platforms, including YouTube. So download, subscribe to follow Locked On Patriots so you do not miss a single second of the action. And of course, folks, we are a proud part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at FanDuel make every moment more right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins visit fanduel.com/lockedon to get started And folks, thank you so much for joining us here today on Locked on Patriots. I am your host, Mike DeBate. I cover your New England Patriots for Patriots Country of Sports Illustrated. Reach out to me. Let me know what's on your mind on X at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. While you're out there showing social media love to Locked on Patriots, follow our account there as well at LO underscore Patriots. And folks, for the first time in 2024, I get to welcome in my good friend, my co-pilot, my brother in the business, the legendary Thomas Murphy. Murph, thank you so much for joining us here today, and welcome to the first 2024 episode of Lockdown Patriots with you in the guest seat Don Murph.
0: I I think we got the last one of 2023 in, didn't we? We did, sure. we, we did, and then, <laughs> so the, the the first one, the non-solo of 2024, good show <laughs> yesterday, Michael. Um, but Thank always you. my pleasure. Uh, can't wait to to sit down here and talk some pats with you. Uh, even after what happened on Sunday.
2: Mm, I know. Unfortunately, I'm not happy.
0: folks, I'm not happy. Yeah,
2: I I don't blame you, and not a lot of Patriots fans are, although some are. No, and win. I did cover Get that away. yesterday. <laughs> Today, Don Murph. I told you on Friday that I need a man who has powerful friends. and I need a million dollars in cash. I'm still waiting on that, by the way. Uh, But I did need those monster keys that you carry in your pocket like so many nickels and dimes. Murph, I know you as well as I were watching this game against the Bills on Sunday, wondering why a lot of these keys were not being turned. Yeah. When you look at specifically the offense, because we'll start there. Bailey Zappi, dismal performance in the first half. Uh, I thought he got a little bit better in the second half. I gave him some praise here on Locked On Patriots yesterday for kind of fighting through it. But the more I watched and I went back and watched the game after recording Mm -hmm. yesterday's show, I'm starting to waver a little bit on the full game performance of Bailey Zappi. But you see things us mere mortals don't see. Which of the monster keys were you most disappointed wasn't turned offensively on Sunday? And your overall thoughts on the offense's performance against the Bills?
0: Well, you know, the first key on my ring was to go out and sling it. I wanted the Patriots to set up the run with the pass. It it, it turned out that um, if the Patriots had just taken a knee every time they got the ball in the first half of this game, they probably would have won it. Hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Um, 17 points were scored before a a single pass was completed Mm -hmm. in this game. 17. Uh, Yeah, I thought we were getting out to a a good start. The um, the uh, special teams unit looked great, but you can't come back from three turnovers in a game. Mm -hmm. And Bailey Zappi turned the ball over three times in the first quarter. I've never seen that before in my life. I couldn't throw three <laughs> interceptions if I tried to um yes, one of them was tip but it, it was still zappy's fault he was late getting the ball there one um one series it, it it you know it looked like miscommunication somebody zigged when they were supposed to zag it was it was awful and the the tip was uh was was just as bad it, it there's a reason that it's a weekly key to win the yeah. turnover battle and you just can't in this league, come back from something like that, uh, you know, to start a game. And it, it, the Patriots once again, proved I, but it, look at, look on the bright side, we're improving. Okay. <laughs> in week three, you couldn't come back from one turnover and the Patriots almost came back from three. The The, the Patriots did, did some good things. In in this in this game, um, the turnover battle key obviously didn't uh wasn't won all -hmm. three phases, which was not taken care of on third down. Mm -hmm. Okay, the Patriots once again it was in my keys last week. It's in my keys almost every week. The Patriots did not do well on the four for ten on third down in this game, and while uh, Buffalo held held uh, their average at just right under 50 percent yeah and and you can't do that you you really can't and you know before we start getting into to what went right you've really got to look at that um you know third down percentage is is so paramount in in this game especially with a team that's been constructed in the way that the patriots are you've got to be able to sustain drives Mm. and when you can't do that you're not going to put points on the board Um, the Patriots weren't able to do that again. It's been woeful all year. Um, they've gotten into third and long, so they got into third and long situations far too often, and they just don't have the personnel right now to be able to overcome that.
2: And really, I think this is what gets to the heart of your monster keys, because in theory, I think those monster keys could have led to victory using the pass. And you did, you switched my opinion on this heading into this game and rightfully so In using Bailey Zappi's strength as a gunslinger, someone that wants to push the ball downfield. In the first matchup against the Bills, Mac Jones efficiently, and I give him credit for that, folks, he took apart the short zones. That's where Buffalo gave him the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Mac did it. That's not Bailey Zappi's strong suit, and I completely agree with you. This is a kid who needs to push the ball downfield. The problem is... That the Patriots ran into was poor pass protection and Bailey Zappi not reacting to the hot read quick enough in order to shed the ball. That's something that I kept hearing in the back of my head. I could hear your voice going, hot read, hot read. Even that half a second, folks, that's a hesitation too long, will prevent the offensive line from being able to provide protection. Look, I'm not giving any flowers to the offensive line. They struggle big time. They had a lot of problems protecting the pass, and they did not perform well in this game. But when you rely on that protection, or you need a quarterback that's able to make the read quick enough to make those downfield concepts that Bill O'Brien was calling effective, you're looking for a recipe for disaster. And that's exactly what happened. So in theory, I thought your key was right on the money. I thought it was poor execution by the players that prevented it from right. coming to fruition. I still think Bill O'Brien made the right decision by doing so. He just didn't get the execution he needed.
0: No, he didn't. And you can't hang this on Bill. I thought uh, OB through... Uh, through- Caution to the wind. He he uh, wanted to trust his young quarterback into setting up the other keys that, that we were talking about, and he wasn't able to do it. And the offensive line, we keep saying it week after week after week, and more people are jumping on board now that uh, it's the offensive line play that has completely undermined this entire season. Uh, yes, you can go back to Bill on it, but this is where you have to start rebuilding next year in the draft it's with mm-hmm. the offensive line i don't just want to see one offensive lineman taken in the first three rounds i want two. i want mm-hmm. two offensive tackles taken in the first three rounds
2: mm-hmm. very good point we're going to get the draft strategy in just a moment folks mm-hmm. did the patriots performance on sunday change murph's mind about where they should be headed in the draft Sorry. or where they should be focused in the draft i got a funny feeling I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway, folks. And it's going to be a fun discussion, so don't miss that. Stay locked in to Lockdown Patriots, folks. And the other reason to stay locked in to this episode of On Patriots is Murph and I are not only going to talk about the negatives. There were some positives to be taken from the field on Sunday, and Murph and I are going to get into those in just a moment, mostly from the defensive side of the ball. Defense talk and anything else Murph wants to share on his monster keys being turned or unturned. When this episode of the Lockdown Patriots podcast continues, a proud part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Patriots fans, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking of trying FanDuel, don't delay, do it today. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find your bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. That's the best way to find popular parlays. And folks, there's so much more, you got to see it to believe it. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Patriots fans, once again, thank you for joining us here today on Locked On Patriots, spending time on the first day back from your holiday break here with Locked On Patriots. And who else would join me here to kick off a new year on Locked On Patriots than my good friend, the legendary Thomas Murphy, columnist extraordinaire of tiehardsportsfans.com, and of course, a staple here on Locked On Patriots, Your wisdom and counsel is what makes the show go, my friend. And I think we proved that in the first segment. You follow the monster keys, you go to the top. You don't follow the monster keys, you're never heard from again. With all due respect, Murph, I think the Patriots tried to follow your monster keys on Sunday. They did. The problem is you can lead the offense to the monster key, but you can't make them turn it. And that's exactly what happened. They just didn't have the personnel to turn those keys. A little bit of a different story on defense. The Pets turned the ball over four times in their first six series. You said that. It's almost unheard of, folks, that the Patriots were not in complete blowout mode by halftime, but being down 20-7 to was actually, I thought, a windfall for the Patriots, considering the hole they dug themselves in. big part of that were defensive stops. And I think this defense played particularly well under the circumstances that they were put in. And I thought they did a nice job against Josh Allen for the most part when you're looking at this matchup i know you had some defensive monster keys we talked about them on friday which ones were turned which was benef- which was most beneficial for your new england patriots on sunday
0: stuffing the run okay um uh, and uh they, they did a fantastic job at it i mean you could look at the box score and see that the the um the Bills ran for hundred and twenty-seven yards, but they were they, they weren't very effective yards. They held James Cook to 48. Josh Allen put up 44 on his own and nineteen of it came on one run where I was screaming at the at the the screen before he took off. He's going up the middle. He's gonna go up the middle just stop him right there, and it didn't happen. Um they were opportunistic, the Bills with their runs, and it helped them move the chains. But um the I think on On a whole, the Patriots did a good job. They kept James Cook out of the um out of the end zone. They did a fantastic job in owning the red zone. Okay. Mm Um what the eight ball that they were put behind was probably the biggest eight ball that I have ever witnessed on a football field with the turnovers and the short fields that uh Buffalo had to work with, and they got one score out of it. one Mm -hmm. score the the other times they were forced to be set to settle for threes and it's isn't it nice to have a uh a kicker that can get you those threes um (laughs) so yeah that was it uh on the other side of it um i wanted them to go after josh allen okay Mm -hmm. um i wanted to unleash christian barmore and company pressure numbers be damned um they they were able to get in uh his face get him off his spot and and what what the front seven was able to do was was make him rush throws that that he did not want to make. Uh, make him rush point. throws to uh receivers that, that were double covered. Um it, it was a fantastic job. They they mixed things up really well between uh man coverage and zone coverage. They kept him off his game. Okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't allow the running game to set up anything that Josh Allen wanted to do uh right. there was there was one 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 play in the beginning of the third third quarter uh the the Dalton Kincaid play for 51 yards you can throw mm-hmm. that on Dugger if you want I'm not sure where the um where the uh the the miscommunication was there I think he was expecting a little help over the top that he didn't get but but no the, this defense this defense is a juggernaut you keep talking you keep hearing oh, yes. people talk about how they aren't doing well against the better quarterbacks in this league. Well, you know, Josh Allen is considered one of the better quarterbacks in this league. And in two games this this year, the Patriots have done a pretty good job.
2: Yeah, and I think it really lends itself into the argument that the Patriots are kind of finding a little bit of a formula here in terms of being able to contain Josh Allen this year in two games completing only 59.2 percent of his passes yep. against the Patriots that really I think lends itself into the game planning The Patriots are doing what they should do with Josh Allen they're taking right. away Stefan Diggs they're taking away James Cook they're right. not giving him his typical zones
0: and that was one of my keys is to Absolutely. take away guys like like Cook like Diggs um put it on um Put it on Dalton Kincaid and who, you know, (laughs) he had a 51 yarder pulled in there, Uh, but that, that was, that was basically it. Put it on Gabe Davis. You know, these guys did not get into the end zone. Everybody that, that you talk about as, as, you know, these premier weapons that, that uh, the Patriots need the number one wide receiver, the highly picked uh, tight end. They're not helping their teams. And for, mo- for the most part, a lot of these teams are still fighting for their way into the playoffs. They're empty stats, people. They're empty stats. What's not an empty stat is what the Patriots were able to do on defense again this week. And if we just had some competent play from the offensive line and from quarterback, this team is a playoff team right now.
2: That's disheartening for a lot of different reasons, Uh, but it could be encouraging heading into the 2024 season as well to show you that not everything in New England, folks, is broken, especially this defense. They continue to be juggernauts, like Murph said, doing a great job of defending against the pass and making sure that Josh Allen did not get his typical targets. Another thing that they did, turn one of Murph's monster keys, take James Cook out of the equation, and for the most part, folks, they did it. They held Cook and the Bills to a negative .10 EPA per attempt. And that really is without what I like to call James Cook running roughshod over the New England Patriots. Our good friend Evan Lazar over at Patriots.com put it so much oh. more eloquently, zero explosive runs on non-scramble plays. Right. That sounds a whole lot better than running shot. But you get, the tr- you get the point, folks. That's exactly what New England knew they had to do. This resurgent Bills running game has been such a big key for them being able right. to move a football against so many teams. Patriots identified it and they came up with a very good strategy to be able to
0: contain it. On They Saturday. really did. They, they contained it well and then they blitzed well. They did a fantastic job in uh, keeping Allen from from doing anything while they were in blitz packages. It, it, it was great. They were they were they were fast to it. Arms were up in the air. They were taking away Lane's from him to throw into and uh and just you know another hats off performance by this defense that is top 10 in the league and dvoa and they're missing their two best players and they're they their number one uh cornerback and they had to ship off their number two cornerback in uh you know something that we don't have enough time to get into how you doing out there jack jack
2: Mm, yeah, absolutely, folks. And, you know, bottom line, this is where the New England Patriots make their bones, so to speak, to put mm-hmm. it in Godfather terminology, my friend. Unfortunately, that defense job just keeps getting they tougher for and 20 tougher. 20 years,
0: though. Yeah, for how many true. years did we hear, well, Tom Brady only wins because he has a top five defense. Okay, well, they, we all know that that wasn't true. But year right. in, year <laughs> out, this is a top 10 defense. Did, Bill Belichick is the greatest defensive mind in history. And while you're going to sit there and cut him up for draft the way he drafts offensive players, you really can't on the defensive side. If you're going to cut him up for, uh, for drafting, um, Cole strange, lo- look at what we got going on right now without Cole strange. Okay. Cole strange was, mm. a, was a good pick. He wasn't a great pick. The kid's right. been hurt since August for God's sakes. And now mm-hmm. unfortunately his season's over that to me
2: lends itself into offensive overhaul. And I think that is going to be a focus for the New England Patriots heading into this offseason and maybe even heading into the draft. Murph, it seems like it's almost a foregone conclusion that the New England Patriots will have at least a top five pick. I know a lot of Patriots Nation is hoping for that number two. We outlined a lot of scenarios yesterday here on the pod to get Patriots to number two, but what do they do with this newfound draft capital? And did Sunday's game change anyone's mind on what the Patriots should be doing and should be looking at heading into this pivotal 2024 NFL draft? We know Murph's been vocal, but is his mind getting a little bit cloudy on the subject? We're going to talk about that and much more when this episode of the Locked On Patriots podcast wraps up right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, on listeners, football season is here and there is no better time to use prize picks. The largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. In fact, they're the easiest and the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of those other players, including the pros and the sharks out there, you pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. And listen up, folks, you are going to love this. With the prize picks reboot policy, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. And that's for football games and for basketball games. If you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted, and PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. And if you're a Patriots fan and you're looking at that injured reserve list in New England, you know all about the need for injury insurance. So don't delay. Do it today. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL and use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's a first deposit match up to $100. By going to prizepicks.com slash locked and use the code LockedOnNFL. NFL. That's L O C K E D O N NFL prize Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Patriots fans, thank you once again for joining us here today on Locked On Patriots. Spending time on your Tuesday here. And don't forget, folks, Wednesday. It's going to be a midweek mailbag day here on Locked On Patriots. It's been a while since we've done a midweek mailbag here, Murph. But you know what? There were so many great questions. We couldn't limit it to one segment. We are going to dedicate tomorrow's show here on Locked On Patriots to the mailbag. And my good friend's going to be joining me here once again in the hot seat. Murph, we always love having you on to open up the mailbag. And believe me, this is a robust mailbag. So be sure to stay locked into Locked On Patriots. You're not going to want to miss it. But... I know a lot of the fan base is divided right now as to which direction these New England Patriots should be going in the 2024 NFL draft. Several out there are thinking quarterback or bust. That's yep. got to be your, t- if you're in a, t- if you're drafting in the top five, you got to go with a quarterback right I off the bat. Your I know you've been very vocal about where the Patriots should head. Some people were actually saying that maybe your method of thinking, was pretty smart considering that the offense looked a little better under Bailey's Zappi. He looked a little more comfortable and a lot of people are thinking maybe this kid can do it with the proper supporting cast around him.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we went over his first half on Sunday, not very good. Um, I think maybe my 2020 hindsight of his second half performance was viewed with a little rose colored glasses on new year's day, actually mm-hmm. went through it again. And you know, Not terrible. He definitely was better in the second half than he was in the first. And I credit him for making the adjustments, but there were still hesitations and difficulties that led to problems. My question to you, my friend, is did Zappi's performance change the mind of Patriots Nation that we're starting to believe that maybe another type of cornerstone might be the way to go here in 2024?
0: Um, If the changing of that cornerstone is the quarterback, no. Um, I, I've said time and time again, Bailey Zappi will be a fine backup quarterback in this league for many, many years. And my thinking right now is as to the way I want the Patriots to address this draft hasn't changed one iota. You can go out and find a, um, a developmental quarterback in the third or fourth round again. Okay, You can go out and sign a, um, a veteran quarterback. There are going to be plenty on the market this year that are, going to be, that are going to be available to come in here. You might have to overpay these guys. You can also do the same thing at wide receiver. All right, What you can't do is go out and build an offensive line that you're going to have for the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. I don't want the Patriots to just take a, an offensive lineman in the first round I want them to take an offensive lineman in the second round, all right? If the Patriots end up somehow with the second pick in this draft, trade back and trade back and trade back again as long as you get Joel, all right? The only way that this this screws up my dream and my vision is if the Bears suddenly come to their, their, uh, you know, senses and take alt before you know anybody else has a chance to and we all know that they're not going to do that the the last time an offensive tackle was taken first was eric fisher um so you know they're not going to trade back <coughs> until you have you know that you're going to lose alt okay and there you have a foundation a cornerstone at left tackle for the next decade and a half all right and then in the second round you go back out and find yourself a um a wide receiver in three or a quarterback of the future in three. We might've seen them over the weekend. We don't know. We've Mm got to, we've got to wait for the, 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 the entire senior bowl season to shake out before we do that. This, this team is not as far away as anybody is talking about. And I'm telling you now, folks, everybody that wants you to take a quarterback will set this team back three years. Because you are not going to take one of these high-priced, high-drafted rookie quarterbacks and throw them out there, unless you're an idiot, and throw them out there to be fed to the Sharks behind this offensive line and with these weapons that they have. There, there are people that need to be re-signed on the offensive side of the ball. Um I'm not sure if they're they're going to want to come back, and there are people that that are going to need to be jettisoned and make room for others. There there have been mistakes made on this roster. There's there's no doubt about that. Uh, but I understood the only the only mistakes that I didn't understand was was Bill trusting the tackles that he had under contract going into this year. But no, it's not changing my draft strategy at all you build an offense from the inside out you build a defense from the outside in bill has already built that juggernaut defense this offensive line has let him down some of the the uh the direction that the team wanted to go last year mm-hmm. has let himself down because he drafted and brought in players that were going to fit that system um and and now they have to pivot again there's only one way to do it And that's from, you can't build anything that's sustainable from a leaky, broken down, um, uh, foundation that, that, you know, is just, you're, you're constantly pumping water out of. You, you just can't do it. You just can't. All right. Now it's not sexy and it's not pretty. And you might want the, the, um, the, uh the flashy um, quarterback or wide receiver at the top of this draft. But but it, it's it's not going to happen if you don't have a quarterback to throw in the ball. You're not going to have a quarterback to throw in the ball if you don't have that offensive line. Mm.
2: Very good point, folks. You know, I think the argument of building for the future is you absolutely need that cornerstone. And we hear this term an awful lot, Murph. We use it an awful lot to build that foundation. And most of the fan base has been very vocal about needing that quarterback. And look, there's no denying it, folks. No. The England Patriots do not have a franchise quarterback on their roster right now. If you're going to be a franchise quarterback in this league, You have to be able to repeat your peak performance over and over again. The Patriots just do not have that guy on the roster right now. Bailey Zappi and even Mac Jones, stop groaning, folks, I know, but even Mac Jones have showed the ability to perform at a high level in individual games. The problem is, is neither of them has been capable of sustaining that type of performance week after week after week. So, leading into this draft, everyone assuming The Patriots have to go for the quarterback in this position. Bottom line, Murph, if New England identifies the type of quarterback that can be that week-to-week star every time they take the ball and elevate this team to a new level, if they feel that type of cornerstone is in this draft, they're definitely going to have a decision to make when it comes to how to utilize that first pick. But I think this comes back to your argument, and I think it articulates it well. This team is not just one cornerstone away from contending. They need quite a few. And one of the big ones that they need is offensive tackle. Now we know the situation of what we're dealing with with Trent Brown. That is not a situation that's going to end well. Just to give you an example of the type of season that Trent Brown was having when he was healthy, engaged, and in the lineup. 80.3 of an offensive grade from pro football focus. One of the highest of his career. It was the highest of his career. 80.8 80.8 in run blocking. That's a significant drop off when you're right. looking at a guy that we know, obviously now, is not going to be factoring into the no. future plans of this team. You need a left tackle, folks. Right. You got. You need when to protect I'm out, that When I'm side. out
0: on Trent Brown, you know that that yeah. that the entire building is out.
2: And look, there's no guarantee that the right side is going to be any more secure. I love Michael Wainu. I think the Patriots should do whatever they can to keep him right. in the lineup, but. You know, bottom line, if his side is not amenable to what the Patriots are offering, he may be testing the free agent waters. And if he does franchise. offensive tackles, yeah, absolutely. They really, they, they really uh, yep. should use it. To. But if awenu is in any way averse to that, or if they think they're gonna be really opening Pandora's box with something like that, you might be looking at both tackles headed out of New England this season, and that would be detrimental to any yep. young quarterback coming in, like Murph said. If you're putting a young quarterback, no matter how talented, behind a makeshift at best offensive line, yep. it's setting this kid up for disaster, and, no matter who he may be.
0: And and I love you know just while we're talking about that, you know I've I've said before to uh, franchise him or extend him and get him back in. City Sao has has looked really really good the has. past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's really coming into his. Own. It's not easy to get down there, put your put your hand in the dirt and and play well from the get-go, folks. You've mm-hmm. got to be a really special kind of guy like Joel. Um, <laughs> but and at, at he he while the experiment at, at right tackle didn't really work, he's done really well with the guard at the guard position with Onweyu and um uh, David Andrews, you know, being in between them has really helped. The the interior of this offensive line um looks good in the future. You know, mm-hmm. they just need those tackles. And to find a little depth behind them. Uh, I said before that I was fine with who's here as the depth. I'd I'd really like some upgrade here because these guys have just, you know, they've soured me so much because they've looked so bad in trying to be um, the frontline guys. They, Mm -hmm. They just can't. They're depth pieces. Yeah, very well said.
2: And you know what? Bottom line, folks, when it comes to depth along the offensive line, you can never have too much. I know the Patriots are probably going to get more modern in their offense, and they should without that type of comfort, folks. And without that ability to know that you're secure to play your game, mm-hmm. things can get awfully dark for a young quarterback very early. I know everyone is absolutely betwixt and between by the show that Michael Penix Jr. put on for Washington. Um Left Believe me what I hand. tell you, I am absolutely not taking anything away. He was phenomenal. He's got an excellent wide receivers core, but Penix looked great. His fundamentals looked great, but it's very easy to look good when you've got that supporting cast and the Patriots just don't have those types of weapons right now to provide a young quarterback like a Michael Penix. They better give him some protection. Otherwise, he is going to be running for his life as well. So Murph, I think you make a great point. I think there yeah. are arguments to the contrary arguments to the pro sure. folks. Bottom line. have you wanna... a
0: problem taking Fenix in the second round. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't, but he's not a second round pick anymore.
2: No, not after the, not after that. Not performance. after last night. He's, he's he, ready He's, to go. he's, in
0: the, he's <laughs> well within the top 20. Absolutely. Well within the top 20.
2: Yeah. And I don't see him dropping anytime soon. He's only nope. going to ascend that ladder folks. The Patriots are in for an interesting decision. And again, we understand Your argument for wanting to get the top-level quarterback. If the Patriots are at number two or number three, you have to consider it. There's no question about it. But if you're dropping below that and Joe Alt is available, that is a tremendous cornerstone to build upon. That should not be viewed as a consolation prize, folks. That's a jackpot because the New England Patriots are solidifying a position that has caused them a lot of problems throughout the years when they don't have the right guy in. Unfortunately, the right guy this year that was playing well just wasn't locked in to their game planning. And you saw what happens when he's not in the lineup. So, always interesting when my good friend Murph drops by here to lend his wisdom and counsel. But tomorrow he's coming back because we want yeah. your wisdom and counsel. We want your insight. And we want to know what is on your mind, Patriots Nation. So, get those questions in for the midweek mailbag here on Locked On Patriots. And Murph, we can't wait to open up that mailbag. But once again, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule today, buddy, to spend with us here on Locked On Patriots. Lend your wisdom, your counsel, Don Murph. Before I let you go today, please let everyone know where they can reach out to you, interact with you, and what we can look forward to coming from the great pen of Thomas Murphy for the remainder of this week.
0: Well, I got a couple of pieces up there over at diehardbostonsports.com. Check those out. A few Red Sox pieces. The keys to victory will be uh, published on Friday, as always, um, and you'll only get the secret key here on Locked On that day. Also, um, yeah, secret key was not turned. It was not mm. turned this week, and I was I was a little upset about that. One little miscue, and we don't yet. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Um, but no. Other than that, I'll I'll be here anytime you ask me, Mike. Thank you so much for making me look good uh right. each and every week on on these airways and asking me back it, you couldn't get rid of me if you tried
2: yeah it is your wisdom your counsel and your insight that make you look good folks like i've said before i'm just honored to give you the platform to do it and we look forward to a lot of murph here on locked on patriots in 2024 using the draft mondays coming up a lot of mailbags a lot to break down and who knows murph He might even be breaking in a new head coach and a new regime here on locked on Patriots, a lot to think about. That's a big question on your mind. And you can bet that we're going to be talking about that tomorrow here on locked on Patriots. So stay locked in wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Once again, folks stay safe and stay well and be the change you wish to see in the world on behalf of Thomas Murphy. I'm Mike debate advising you to enjoy the evening, enjoy your day. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow.